whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And we are, we are here. Rants rant and Raves. Rave. <laughs> As we're both looking at our phones trying to pull up the outline, I imagine. I know, right? Hilarious. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's see. It took me an hour to get to where we needed to be. And then we talked for an hour about life and everything that I'm making at my home, like a crazy little crafty person. Sounds on par. And I love getting a preview of all of it. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a nice lady, Jessica. She's like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mom's not alive. I guess Jessica will look at this. How depressing yes. is that? <laughs> I will you know how your, your your parents always have to look at your crafts and tell you yes. you do well. I you know, I had before we get into like how was your week, I had a discussion. I want your opinion. What is mm -hmm. your definition of like crafty if someone said to you oh you're so crafty how do you feel about that well i think it can be taken two ways i know some people are offended by that word because they mm -hmm. think it means that you're like a scrapbooker or something and <laughs> right, i'm like right. Which there's i mean that's wrong not my that. thing that's exactly i'm like that's not my thing but my god am i impressed when i see one of those mm -hmm. books that somebody spent god knows how much time and money on with their yes. 3d raised yeah, diorama stickers and whatnot, right? Yeah, and they're in their cricket cut blah right? blahs. Yeah. But crafty to me is a big umbrella. That could even mean you're handy, even though that's its own word. It could Dude. mean that you make little things. It could mean that you're good at quilting. It could mean that you just like to put fun things together to top a package. I don't know. I think it's a very broad word and i used to be like i'm not crafting but now i'm like sure yeah great craft yeah okay. i'm a crafter well that's interesting i'm glad i asked you then because uh people say to me because i post things that i make and do mm -hmm. and i say i made this and i love it because i like to be proud of what i'm doing yes people frequently say oh you're so crafty you're so crafty and i say thank you because i think the intent is good yes however i'm from missouri i live 45 minutes away from a town of crafty called branson missouri okay oh. a lot of doilies a lot of crocheting sometimes some glass blowing a lot of pork rind making okay <laughs> to me when i paint something and you're like uh -huh. you're so crafty i'm like oh am i is, should we should i put this on a pillow <laughs> and then sew a bunny made of socks to sit next to it like i do get a little bit because i said to dan would you describe me as crafty and he goes yeah definitely you're always like making something to it mm -hmm. and i was like you know how i describe myself an artist, an artist. <laughs> yes. because i don't have a gallery showing i'm crafty oh my god 
Did I, I totally order agree. a pillow to sit on the back of my toilet that's a little edgy because it says don't do cocaine in my bathroom? <laughs> that's crafty. I am an artist. <laughs> Is that what? an actual pillow you saw in Branson? It wasn't a pillow. It was a wall hanging. <laughs> I mean, I totally get where you're coming from. And I'm telling you, I used to get really offended. People would say it about like when I would do like these big window installations uh-huh. or displays. I'm like, I am not a crafter. But yeah. now I'm just like, whatever, whatever. Well, you I think call you're right. It, sure. I think it is become a, a an umbrella turn. Jesus Christ. <laughs> But I'm serious. Did I crochet a toilet paper roll cover? No, I didn't. I, I made not. a painting. If you ever did, I would throw up and give Remember it. Remember when that was you. so popular? Yes, I. Hate Anything that crochet stuff. in the bathroom now makes. Uh, oh God. I don't like Think it. Of how I, much feces is uh, yes. in that yarn? <laughs> Another thing I don't like, and this happened, and it's been years since I've seen this. I was at a hotel recently, and on top of the toilet was a fabric satchel, like a Vera Bradley jewelry bag. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. Those little jewelry holders that cinch on the sure. sides. I still have mine from 30 years that ago. a bag of just mess that you're like, oh, but I'm pretending I'm organized. <laughs> <laughs> I always would throw it in my suitcase, never wear a single piece of jewelry of course, on of the course. trip. You okay? can't because it's tangled. But go ahead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so recently when I was at a hotel, I was like, what is this? It was like a black pot de soie, like a taffeta silk, if you will. Okay, Sarah is that Stannard what pot de soie was? Sarah Stanner just <laughs> fell out of her chair wherever she is. <laughs> it is like a bag that cinches, and it had the toilet paper roll, like that backup roll in that. No, it was provided by the hotel? Yes, and it was sitting on top of the toilet, no, and I was Don't revolted. Yeah, don't touch it. Don't well, breathe near it. the problem is I had to open it to get out more get toilet, toilet paper. No, I'd call the front desk and ask them to bring me a new toilet paper. I would like a new roll wrapped in paper, plastic. put in a plastic bag and handed to me by the bellhop. Okay, Garçon? Garçon! <laughs> wow. We literally just started this show and launched into cuckoo land. <laughs> I guess we should say hi and welcome back from the holiday. Jessica and I, the day before our episode was supposed to come out, just decided to take a break and not tell anybody. (laughs) I know. Also, yep, I was like, I need to make sure to wish everyone happy Thanksgiving and put a back next week. I I just, it's not that I couldn't be bothered. That sounds like I'm not interested and I don't care. That couldn't be further from the truth. I have a microphone at my table here that I paint at apparently every day that I craft (laughs) at. Like I could have done it. And I was like, it's Thanksgiving. They'll know. Yep. Also, it's not like we're, you know, we're not Kristen Bell's husband. We don't have 10 million. (laughs) Well, do you know what's so funny? We have really tried to put one out every week since we started. But I, the more time goes on, I'm noticing other people that I know in the podcasting world have seasons. And they're like, closing up for the season or we'll see you after the holidays. It's probably smart. (laughs) It's probably smart. It is. Yeah. Maybe we should look into doing that. Look, here's what needs to happen in 20. 
21. Okay, whatever. <laughs> in 1998. Uh, you and I need to have a sit down meeting when you have a day to breathe. Because uh -huh. I just try not to talk to you anymore. You're just so busy. I wait for this moment, which is why we have six out. It takes us six hours to yes. an episode because you're just so crazy busy right now. But it's... we need to have a sit down where we go. Okay, we're going to plan out seasons, mm -hmm. and we're gonna uh, we're gonna try and grow and mm -hmm. create a Patreon, mm -hmm. and it's going to be an honest Patreon where we're like, we have nothing left to give. We are dried out granola <laughs> bars of people. <laughs> But if you'd like to help us pay our bills that we've been paying for the last three years, that might be nice. Yes. Uh, since we're both dirt poor. Okay. Well, <laughs> we put a ton of money into it. This show is not breaking us, but, you know, it's a few trips to Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, my God. But good trips. And that's why I chose Taco Bell because you can get good price. Uh-huh. We can get a lot at Taco Bell <laughs> for the cost of our uh, podcast. <laughs> anyway, we need to sit down and have a business meeting. But I just got done telling you, like you said, oh, Dana, you could sell some of these things you're making. Here's the problem. And here's why I'm not Kristen Bell's husband who has his own name and identity mm -hmm. uh, uh, that I don't remember. Zach. Zach no. Shepard. Yes. I said Zach Brock. <laughs> Why who started so in Garden similar? State 16 Why are they years so similar ago. In my head? <laughs> anyway, I'm not a business person. I can't handle deadlines and homework. And like I don't have that mindset. I'm not a business person either. I, I mean, I am when I have to be, but it's not we're creatives. You most creatives yes. do not enjoy nor are they good at at not the good at side of correct it. i am <laughs> that useless kind of person that needs someone who's practical to yes. go take off that fake mustache you think is so funny in public and let's sit down and get some work done <laughs> that's that defines me okay no, <laughs> like that's not i silly. would literally just have on a fake mustache and be like we're getting work done <laughs> It's fun. I believe infusing passion into your daily life is important. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, well, we have orders to fill and we need a license to sell. So shut up, shave the mustache, and let's move on and get done. This is why I can't do life. <laughs> Hilarious. No. You know, you always think that, oh, yeah, okay, actors have a manager and or an agent, right? Yeah. For that very reason, right? I mean, they do true. the negotiating. They do Correct. the business side. They hopefully are helping get you in like, auditions, things like you that. You remember that you have something due tomorrow or you remember, did you get your call time? Yes. And then I go, no, it's only 10 p.m. at night and I might have to be there at 4 a.m., but I haven't gotten it yet. So let's just wait. Okay. Like, that's, no wonder we're crazy. Yes. You're like, do you have to work tomorrow? I do. What time? Not sure. It's only 1 a.m. So still got a couple of hours before I know. <laughs> that's the reality of our world. Oh, my so God. So no wonder I'm fucking nuts. Well, there's a lot of other creatives that have. Uh, management like I didn't realize that 
for like professional photographers are repped by an aid, not all, yes. but if they're lucky, repped yeah. by an agency. Artists are repped by a gallery. Absolutely. Okay? Yeah. And, and things like that. Podcasts so, have agents, yes, managers, yes, yes, and yes. Uh, not this one. <laughs> Look, we've been saying this for two years, but I mean it, and I ain't going to stop saying it. We're doing the best we can. Dude, I'm telling you. So at this point, I think I've been podcasting now, what is it, like six years? We've been yeah. going three, right? Mm -hmm. And I did almost three yep. before. The fact that I have showed up to do this at all yes. for um for almost six years yes. is literally insane. Yeah. Like I have a hard time showing up for my own medication at night. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> this is a huge accomplishment. I agree. But I think the only reason I'm able to even quasi show up is because I just enjoy you so much. And I enjoy Same the lady. friends that we've made. And, yes. You know, Absolutely. So I apologize for not letting you all know we weren't going to be around last week. No. Uh, we both have to take the fall for that. Speaking of friends, this is oh. a nice segue to a package I received in the mail. <gasps> really? From one Jen Hall Hill. Stop it. She's she said, favorite. "Also, why is she so beautiful?" I know. And wait <laughs> a minute, I see a picture of her. I'm like, "You're stunning." This is one of our listeners who we love, who has become a friend that lives on the East Coast. Yes, her daughter's name is Neva. Is that not your grandmother's? That's name? my grandmama's name. Yes. So I freaked when I saw it. I'm like, "I am I crazy, or isn't that Dana's grandmama's it name?" It is. Okay. Yeah, I love I it. Love it. <laughs> so. I received a package on Saturday. I was ecstatic. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh my God, what is this? And I see it's from Jen. And I'm even more excited. Oh boy. I open it and it's wrapped in brown paper, one of my favorites. Uh -huh. And she said, we're thinning out our library. And because of your enthusiasm for Dark Side of the Ring, thought you might enjoy this. What? I'm sorry. She sent me a hardback copy of the New York Times bestseller autobiography of the wrestler Mankind. Have a nice day. A tale of blood and sweat socks. Are you so excited you're shaking? <laughs> I am not only going to read it, and I'm thrilled. I immediately, immediately. Before I even thanked Jen, which God knows, I don't even know that I've done that because I was so ecstatic. Uh, I sent a picture of this to our friend Brian O'Connell, <laughs> a bigger wrestling fan than I could ever dream to be, if that's possible. And I said, I'm going to read this and then I am going to lend this to you. And he wrote back that he was ecstatic and he said, I can't wait. I've been dying to read that book. See? That just is proof that one man's junk is, is another, another man's treasure. treasure. <laughs> I'm going to give you a very quick synopsis just to give you a, a look into what I'm about to embark on. Oh, I'm excited. Mick Foley is a nice man, a family man. He loves his son, Dewey, his daughter, Noel, and his beautiful wife, Colette. He loves amusement parks, eating ice cream in bed, and watching Nickelodeon. <laughs> So how to explain hey. his participation in Japanese death matches, which replace the ring ropes with barbed wire, cover the mats with glittering gold thumbtacks, and feature C4 explosives scattered throughout the ring? 
how to explain the body. The second degree burned tissue is a memento of an exploding C4 and the missing ear that was ripped clean off its head during a bout. And how to explain now, after losing his ear, he then continued his match. Wow. He lost part of his ear and he kept wrestling. It's not real. Okay, listen. Dana. <laughs> I feel you need like to watch Dark Side of the Ring and you're going to learn what is and isn't real. Okay. I... <laughs> How dare you? I feel like you flipped through a dictionary and read every word you saw without a definition. That's what just happened in my brain. <laughs> like, at least I'm going to say, I'm going to be generous and say oh six God. words in, I zoned oh, out. And that's generous. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the funny thing people who love wrestling it's their jam and my sister's boyfriend who oddly enough we were just talking about in the green room dump he is the sweetest his name is jeff and <laughs> my sister called me last week and was like okay i have to ask you a question because jeff won't ask you uh, he noticed that you're friends with a wrestler that he loves on Instagram. And he's oh, like, wow. how is that possible? And I go, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, yeah, CM Punk. And I go, oh, yeah, I am friends with CM Punk. <laughs> she goes, Unreal. yeah, he wants to know how. And I go, Tiffany. You were there. I was on a show with him. Like, I'm pretty sure you shook his hand. Like, she goes, oh, my God, you're right. So I was on this show out of my hometown that regionally aired in, like, 10 states or something mm -hmm. called the Mystery Hour. Oh, yeah. My friend Jeff Houghton was the host, and he was the original. He created Instagram Husband, and mm -hmm. he's just so sweet. And and. Punk and I were both guests on this night. I and love it. I got to be honest, CM Punk was the nice. I don't know how you feel about him if he's in your. I your have to view. admit, I'm not sure who he is. Yeah. So apparently, I guess he got injured and sort of left the wrestling world. So he wasn't wrestling when I met him. But um, I guess he's made a comeback. He's come back. He's like healthy mm -hmm. now and come back. And so anyway, he's like in the 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 view of the wrestling world again. And Ooh. so my sister's boyfriend was like, how does Dana, which is a legitimate question, like how on earth would I be friends with CM Punk? Well, we were just on the same <laughs> show together. <laughs> it's not like we're having lunch or anything like that. He's not like, Dana, I miss you. <laughs> I'm like, I miss you too, CM. Come here. Nuggy, nuggy. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you please tell your sister for uh, when they want to watch something together to watch Dark Side of the Ring? Oh, yeah, because, uh, because Jeff it? loves wrestling. Yes. Yeah, he loves it from his childhood. Yes. Yeah, not the best much, yeah. episode is the one about Macho Man. It's like none other sold a candle, but the whole show is fascinating. My first boyfriend, my first love, he was super into wrestling and a professional opera singer. Isn't that interesting? I didn't know that was the same guy. Same dude. That yeah. was the one I asked if he was a eunuch, if memory serves. Yes, he did. Was He's really not, he's way back. Baritone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have literally talked for 30 minutes about nothing, and uh -huh. I didn't even ask you how your Thanksgiving yeah. was. We clearly haven't talked in a long time. <laughs> this is about hour four of our journey. 
How was your Thanksgiving, Jessica? It was nice. It was very quiet and calm. It was the mm-hmm. same six of us as last year. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a late dinner and then we played a new game that one of my friends sent me during the pandemic over a year ago called New Phone Who Dis. Oh, and <laughs> sassy. <laughs> I decided to bust it out. Well, I love playing games okay especially like board games or card when i say card games i mean i used to really love playing like gin rummy and stuff like that um Mm -hmm. 80 years old clearly but i mean like a game like cards against humanity or apples to apples so new phone who dis is you've got a, a sleeve of cards that says inbox so each person pulls out an inbox and you read a text in the inbox then everyone always has seven cards in their hand much like Cards Against Humanity, you then pick what you think is the funniest reply to that text. Okay. And then whoever holds the inbox cards decides, okay, this is the winner. Right, 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 right. Okay, so can you give me an example? Uh, No, I can't. (laughs) What? (laughs) I did not expect you to say no! You just pitched this game to me so hard. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You're gonna have to do that research on your own. I'm so mad at you. Some of them are like not rude or gross. A lot of them are on the cruder side. Let's say one of them says like Dude, I laughed so hard. Um, I nearly pissed myself. LOL. Okay. The reply could be, um, I we haven't spoken in two years. Don't ever contact me again. That could be an example of a reply card. Another one could be, um, what are, were you thinking? My phone went off in class and my teacher read this in front of everyone. I'm so embarrassed. Okay. Right? So, far, so far, I'm not having fun. <laughs> we then we then moved on what do you meme not what do you mean what do you meme Mm -hmm. which has pictures like stock photos you place it on an easel for everyone to see and then everyone out of their cards decides what caption best fits that picture to make it and and that's it may i have an example please (laughs) okay so like there's a picture of a little boy who kind of looks like in a soft focus like a picture from the late 70s and he's kind of looking off in the distance Uh so your caption could be dude this is the best weed i've ever had gotcha okay Uh or something inappropriate i mean let's just move on (laughs) clearly honestly towards the end it started becoming my favorite game (laughs) because i just loved watching you try to come up with exams (laughs) i'm gonna make you play new phone who dis the next time we have a porch party and the only reason i don't like forced fun is because i get real competitive and then i get in trouble I get competitive too, especially um, with game nights. Ay, ay, ay. Same. Same. My Thanksgiving was great. 
I find when I spent it with someone who has kids and I find that as parents, we get in, we eat, mm -hmm. we have a couple of laughs and we get out before everything falls apart. Yes. So it was quick and easy and fun and lovely. And then I That's put on pajamas. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Also, I saw you had very cute little, your friend made really adorable place settings for everyone. I, know, I right? loved it. With our names on them. And even Dan was Dan Tipton. I know. Well, because that's what we, he was like, oh, very formal. And I was like, nope, just you. <laughs> Everybody else was on their first name. But that's what we all call, everyone calls yep. him Dan Tipton. But yep. you know what's so funny is he has like dual, he's like Clark Kent. He has dual identities. Yes. Because mm -hmm. at work, nobody calls him Dan Tipton. That's right. a different world. He's but just it, Daniel. Dan. <laughs> Uh, but in our world, yes. in our friend group, he is yep. Dan Tipton. Dan and Tipton has been always for years. has been. Yep. Yeah. I don't think I ever remember not hearing him introduced as that yeah, or referred it, to as that. I don't think I knew you when he was just Dan for a couple right. of years. I know. And then I was like, no more. He is it's not hilarious. Dan Powell. <laughs> it's so funny because um, we've started getting Amazon packages from mm -hmm. my family because we're not traveling for the holidays. And so I can tell my baby sister's been on my dad's butt about mm -hmm. it. Like, don't you wait till the last minute, right? Uh -huh. And I always know when it's a gift from my dad because uh, it comes to Dana Tipton. Because within family, I am Dana Tipton. Sure. And it's just career that I, and it is legal yeah, that I'm Dana course. Powell. Yeah. But to family, I'm Dana Tipton. And both Also, you would never be offended. Just like I go by Jessica Young and Alan's last name is Nolasco. But if somebody right. ever addressed me as Mrs. Nolasco or sent something to the Nolascos, I would never be offended, nor would no. you. It's no. you kept your name for acting purposes. Same with me. It's like, right. who cares? Totally. I love it. Oh, before we move on from our weeks, I would be remiss if I didn't also tell people another thing that preoccupied this week is last night was the first night of Hanukkah. Hanukkah. And I got to spend it with one of my favorite little boys in the world, my friend, uh, little Dominic. And I got to teach him about Hanukkah last night and it was very special. And Aww. I... He is not Jewish, so I like explained everything about Hanukkah and what we were doing and what the traditions were, and I let him light the menorah. And then let me tell you, dreidel is fun for everyone, and that little yeah. boy loves playing games. That's something we always do together, and do he guys, was loving I, that dreidel. Can I ask you an ignorant yes. question? It won't be ignorant. Ask. It, it is because I I didn't grow up around a lot of Jewish people. Yes. So that's, you just don't know. I get it. Uh, so the dreidel, the, is that a real song? or is? I mean, I think that was something that was made up in the U, meaning like, just like Christmas carols are made up. If you, I think that was written in the U.S. Uh -huh. uh, once Hanukkah started becoming, I don't want to say synonymous. That's not the right word. Okay. I'll be really brief with this because okay. we were discussing this last night. Neither Christmas nor Hanukkah was ever about gifts or about how we celebrate in a commercialized way like right. we do now, right? Correct, yes. And someone can give me a corrections corner, but I'm pretty certain I'm correct with this. There is a very specific year. I want to say it's in the early 50s. It could even be prior to that. 
that Coca-Cola did that famous Correct. quintessential Santa, Santa with the big beard. Yes. What we think of as that Santa. And that kind of sparked the embers that exploded Christmas into this commercialized thing. Yeah. Hanukkah then followed suit. I think probably from all the little Jewish kids, myself included, I grew up with all Christians, yeah. very few Jews in my hometown, but we, all of our friends celebrated our holidays with us. I went to all my friends' house for Easter, Christmas, sure. all that. But I always asked every year, why don't we have Santa? And my mom like wasn't mad or mean about, it. she just said, cause we're Jewish. Like that was her answer. Yeah. yeah. Well, as a kid, even at five years old, I remember thinking, and I still think this to this day, I'm like, I wish that we had had just like, there was a winter holiday. Like Santa is not religious. Okay. He's not affiliated with Jesus or the birth of Jesus. So mm -hmm. why isn't Santa and trees and ornaments and fun just for everybody? So we will cut to this. I think anything can be what you want it to be. I don't care what mm -hmm. people think. I am married to a Catholic man. We celebrate mm -hmm. every holiday that comes up. I have another have... friend couple that mm -hmm. he is Catholic. She is Jewish. Yeah. And they have a mixed Christmas tree. So yes. she hangs menorahs. I mean, they also hang Marvel characters and anything fun they find around their house on the, the Jewish Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So, yeah, I think do whatever again. Yeah. It's all. And if you want me to be really honest, half of my friends that celebrate anything have never gone to temple or church. They do right. it out of tradition. They're not doing it for religious reasons. They're doing it for fun, for nostalgia, all that stuff. Quickly back to dreidel. Mm -hmm. uh, dreidel, how that came about is back in the day when Jews were not allowed to be studying Judaism in many areas mm -hmm. and soldiers were coming in and looking for people who were Jewish, mm -hmm. the little boys were spinning a top. That was like something they had them do, like put away their prayer book because they weren't supposed to be learning about the Torah or anything. And it would look like it was just kids and only boys could learn that back then. Mm -hmm. They would be spinning a top. So that game became synonymous with Hanukkah because then the temple at the time, like the big temple in Jerusalem was destroyed mm -hmm. and there was only enough oil left for a lamp. Like, you know, the eternal light that uh, synagogue has something called an eternal light that hangs down within the sanctuary. There was enough oil to last for one day and that oil lasted for eight nights. So hence that is the miracle of Hanukkah the oil meant for one day lasted for eight nights. That's why we light eight candles. And that's why the traditional thing to eat are fried foods. So latkes, the fried potato pancakes, mm -hmm. sufgani yot, which are donuts traditionally filled with jelly. Mm -hmm. They're delicious. That is a fried food. So that is where those traditions and things come from as far as Hanukkah. Interesting. That's, that's your Hanukkah in a minute. Thank you, Jessica. Oh, you're welcome. That is interesting to me because I didn't grow up around those types of traditions. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Wait, what's your rant? After we celebrated the first night of Hanukkah, we made our way down mm -hmm. to the Hollywood Christmas Parade. 
Mm-mm. Okay. So we went over. This is like a tradition I've done for years and years with my friend Scarlett. She had us over for like a lovely spread of treats and some glue vine. That's a German spiced mold wine that she makes with cloves and fresh orange peel. So delicious. We had our little celebration. And then we walked down to the parade warning Michael that it was the most loser parade he would ever see, but his child would probably love it. And mm-hmm. let me tell you something, Dom loved it, as Good. would most kids, right? You guys, every year with this parade, I think it can't get worse. Well, guess what? It can, and it does, okay? Oh, this is my rant, and it's going to be real quick. Why in the city of angels in Los Angeles, the entertainment capital of the world, do we have the most third-rate shit excuse for a parade you've ever seen. My high school's homecoming parade had more clout, floats, and enthusiasm than the Hollywood Christmas parade. Okay. There was about 10 convertibles that drove by with one or two stars from like the bold and the beautiful. Correct. Young Every and the restless. Like soap operas, yeah. A couple of city councilmen. Mm-hmm. No disrespect, but in the year 2021. We're still having Eric Estrada and Montel Williams as the MCs? Really? (laughs) That's the best we can do in this city, okay? That we can't have other people, newer, more, I don't care how old they are, just someone a little more currently relevant on television. I don't mean that Montel and Eric are not relevant as people, but give me a a young whippersnapper. Or just someone new. It could be a grandma, but I want her to be on a current show. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, We saw a bad version of Frosty the Snowman as the balloon. There's a couple of balloons that are trying to be like Macy's. The bad Frosty, a dinosaur who they didn't even have the bloody courtesy to put a Santa cap on to pretend like he's part of Christmas. Rude. And my favorite, the one that we all were screaming at. Uh, a giant potato called the real, and it was an advertisement for Idaho potatoes. The real. I need you to explain that to me. Why I don't, I don't a potato want to. fifty feet high and fifty feet long on a flatbed truck semi was rolling down the street? And my last thing I'll say about this sham of a parade: uh-huh. there's about fifteen minutes in between each, each. act. Yes. And I will tell you this, as usual, I get very misty-eyed with the marching bands. I get super, super emotional when I hear a marching band. Mm -hmm. I love it. I find it so powerful. I feel it in my soul. Mm -hmm. So high schools from different parts of the world, even in different parts of the U.S., march in the parade. And I thought that was awesome. And I saw some girls in yellow and black plaid, and I started screaming, Highlanders! I don't know if they were or not. But they reminded me of your Highlander uniform. (laughs) Oh, I'll tell you something else. Here is a nice way to end my rant. It's the holiday season. Why not? Uh As opposed to when you and I were in high school. Do you know what I did notice with every single marching band? And it made my heart explode. That in every one of the flag corps or dance troops that came through, there was at least one, if not several, boys in the troop and when we were growing up that was unheard of happen yeah and i loved it i was like hell yes good for them yep yep (sighs) 
get a better parade, LA. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, I haven't done the Hollywood Christmas parade because I'm pretty sure I've told you this before, but I was sexually assaulted at the Hollywood Christmas parade. It's not funny. What? <laughs> yeah, I. the only reason – it's not traumatic for me. It was at the time, but um, I can just sort of like about it now because I'm very oh lucky God. that – I'm not a victim of rape or sexual assault in my life. Like I haven't suffered, thank God, that kind of trauma. Um, But I did at the Hollywood Christmas Parade when we were over at the old IO, I was trying to get to a class. Uh, And um, right at the corner of Hollywood and Vine. Yep. That's where I was um, standing. Yeah. So it used to (laughs) be serious metal garage door that came down on the building on the corner there Mm -hmm. things go in and out of there all the time well there were so many people there that we were bottlenecked there and the man behind me had his penis out and was rubbing on me Mm no nope and i couldn't move and because we were bottlenecked right and so no one could move and so i said to the man in front of me this man has his penis on me he's he's jacking off on me oh my god he grabbed me by the front of my shirt and just like shoved me out of the way which ended up um, pushing me against the metal door oh god Um, and he just started wailing on the dude and every time he punched the dude, my head would slam against the metal <sighs> door. Um, and he just said to me, run, just run. <sighs> and so I did. <laughs> oh and God. so uh, I got up the street a little bit. I finally like wiggled my way. I like mm-hmm, crouched down mm-hmm. and wiggled through people. And I needed to get across the street and they wouldn't let you cross because it was the parade. And so I went right. up to some police officers and I was crying. And I said, please, can I cross the street? I'm just oh trying God. to get to a class. And a man just tried to jack off on me. And uh-huh. they were so annoyed with me. And they were like, just go. They couldn't have been more rude. Right. And I was like, I have semen on my coat right now. Oh like, my God. It's you. <laughs> you know? So wow. anyway, I just wanted to bring um, your happy holiday story down a little bit. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm sorry. God, I'm so sorry that happened. I'm, no, it, I am okay. It was, you know, the kind of trauma that unfortunately us women are just kind of prepared for. Yes. Um, I was not, uh, he didn't touch my privates. It was, uh, you know, like I wasn't, um, I'm okay, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, but I will forget it. It it is not something that anyone should have to experience. Um, and I was disappointed in the, in the law enforcement, but that's a whole other, Mm -hmm. that's a whole other thing. And also Maybe just don't go to improv classes when there's a huge event happening. Dana, not that like uh, it's my fault. Like no victim is ever. No, blame, but they but... should have canceled classes because all the businesses closed down on the street because yeah. there's so many people. It's, it's just, just everyone closes crazy. up for the night. Yeah. So I will say though, this is a good opportunity to say when you are at a big event like that, like be aware of your people. Mm-hmm. Look out for each other. Hundred percent stuff happens Uh, jessica i am just gonna go ahead and say i've probably ranted about seven things and i'm not gonna take a rant (laughs) break because we're almost an hour in clearly (laughs) it's like 
oh, we need a break. And then we come back and we're like, we have to do a five hour show. We haven't it's talked for a so week. true. Yeah. It's so true. And this still happens even when we have a green room dump. All right, Dana, why don't you bring us into our much needed cleansing breath? Yes, I will. We like to take a cleansing <laughs> breath where we just get all of our frazzles. Can I label mm-hmm. us as frazzles out? That's perfect. <laughs> We get it all out. We take a deep breath, blow out all our troubles, and then we're going to fill up with some happiness and some funnies and some goodness, which the world yes. needs. Oh, yeah, so, it does. let's take a deep breath in. And. <sighs> very uh, nice. Very nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Jessica. You, I believe, are up for corners first. I am, and this is very short. It doesn't require a lot because (laughs) I think you're going to concur with how disgusting I think this is. Now, my husband loves this. Um, This is a... uh, I've already forgotten what kind of corner it is. Ew. It's a... Ew. No. (laughs) Corner. This is from Atlas Obscura and their subsection Gastro Obscura, which I've talked about. And I invite you all to follow for amazing, weird oddities and food. I follow them mainly so I can send you things and be like, what? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) This is Tiger Tail Ice Cream. Now, Dana, have you ever heard of Tiger Tail Ice no, Cream? No, ma'am, I have not. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. And it sounds illegal. Uh-huh. Orange and black flavor. Uh, orange and black licorice flavor is kind of a big deal in Canada. No! My Thank you. dad, Gary Powell, loves him some licorice. Black and he Jack- would love Tiger Tail. Blackjack gum. You know what? Yeah, nope. Of course I know it. He thinks gum should be illegal, still thinks that's good. Okay. You need to get, you know, that old timey, amazing candy company. They make that beautiful taffy. uh, It's called Hammond's. Yes. Yes. They make the cutest black Scotty dog licorice. You could send Gary some for the holidays. He would love it. He would would love it. Love it. Canadians love their tiger tail ice cream. Oddly enough, this retro flavor is almost impossible to find outside of the Great White North. Thanks, as it God. should be. As it should be. <laughs> Tiger Tail doesn't call for rare ingredients foraged from the Canadian Rockies, nor is it intellectual property of the government. It just doesn't seem to appeal to anyone except Canadians. We know. <laughs> A ribbon of black licorice swirled into an orange-flavored ice cream base gives this tiger its stripes. The old-school flavor sold well in soda parlors from the 1950s to the 1970s, and many Canadians now consider it a childhood classic. As curious as it may seem, kids and nostalgic adults are among the biggest fans of the citrus and black flavor combination. Ugh! Local and international creameries in Canada sell tiger tail ice cream, including Baskin Robbins and Kawartha Dairy. Ashley Chapman, vice president of Chapman's Ice Cream in Ontario, notes that tiger tail isn't one of their top sellers. They simply keep the endemically beloved flavor around, quote, because loyal tiger tail fans raise an enormous fuss 
whenever its future appears to be in jeopardy. Creameries across Canada offer tiger tail ice cream. Outside of the country, you might have better luck making it yourself. Not Ew. a chance. And let me no. tell you something. This summer, when we were at Wasaga Beach with Alan's entire side of the family having a grand old week together, there was an old time ice cream parlor and shop. And we took our nephew one day. I'm like, hey, let's go get ice cream. And what do you think Alan ordered? Tiger tail? He was thrilled. He loves it. Oh, God, there's something wrong. Yes. No, that's disgusting. I got cookies and cream with hot fudge. He got oh. tiger tail. Like a normal person who eats yummy ice cream you got? Okay. Yeah. He's like, do you want to try it? I almost threw up that he even asked. <laughs> I love citrus, but I want fresh oranges. I don't want orange flavored anything. And you better not be thinking about putting black licorice in it. No. Which I don't like I don't. on its own. No, I don't like it. It's an awful flavor. It's a yep. punishment. Yep. It's like when my I would be sick and my mom was like, oh, you should gargle lemon juice and honey water. And then I would just puke. <laughs> right. And then she'd be like, why didn't you know that puke was coming? Because I'm a child. I don't know. <laughs> Clearly it traumatized <laughs> me. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's it for you. No. That's not acceptable. It's not mm -hmm. acceptable. Well, I have a, a what the what corner, which I obviously has been in the news. Um, I did not know of this, by the you way. You didn't? Because no. I've been privately kind of giggling and then feeling guilty about it <laughs> for a minute. Uh, a broken toilet on SpaceX <laughs> capsule means that astronauts will return to Earth in diapers. No, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wait. This is by Kat Lonsdorf, okay? The crew... Mm -hmm. Dragon, the drag, that's their name, Dragon. Okay, the journey back to Earth from space is never easy. No? Strange. <laughs> but the astronauts aboard the SpaceX capsule coming home Monday have an extra challenge to deal with. No working toilet. It seems like that would be a priority. Like if there's Thank one you. thing that humans do, no matter what, happy, uh -huh. sad, tired, like sometimes you're asleep and it just happens. Dead. Okay. We're going to poo-poo and pee-pee. We have waste. Okay? So it seems like that should have been a priority before they Thank you. The crew for this mission, uh, known as Crew 2. How <laughs> exciting. Hey, people going into space where humans can't exist, you're Crew 2. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they've been at the International Space Station. So this was this article was written in November. It happened a couple of weeks ago, I think. Anyway, uh, they've been there since April and have spent nearly 200 days in space. It's been very, very intense mission. A lot of things have happened, uh, said the commander, a French astronaut, Thomas Pesquet. Is that right? <laughs> in a press conference over the weekend. <laughs> over the mission, they conducted a series of spacewalks, installing solar panels to upgrade the station's power grid. Um, they grew the oh. first green chili peppers in space and they made tacos. Did you know that? That's pretty cool. I did not know that either. Yeah. Um, they even hosted a private Russian film crew for dinner. What? Uh, yep. The SpaceX capsule is currently scheduled to undock from the station Monday afternoon. So this was, this is not timely, but although, um, 
all of that is dependent on the weather, blah, blah, blah. They had a um, they had a press conference where Megan MacArthur, she's a NASA astronaut, confirmed that the toilets on board Dragon Endeavor are broken. Of course, that's suboptimal, she said. <laughs> <laughs> so professional. But we're prepared to manage. You know how they managed, right? Oh. Diapers. I can't. Yeah, this is not the first to how can you can you imagine being like kind of one of the smartest people alive and you're like, except I forgot to plan for anything but diapers if my toilet broke. Like, I mean... okay, are you that smart then? Not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so rude. Okay, um, an alarm went off on SpaceX's all tourist flight earlier this year signaling <sighs> a problem with the onboard waste management. Uh <laughs> So Bill Gerstenmeyer, vice president at SpaceX, said in a press conference that the spacecraft's urine storage system had become disconnected in flight, ugh, allowing pooled urine to enter a fan system. Then he followed that up by saying it didn't cause any major what? problems on flight. I'm sorry, but if I'm breathing pee-pee, there's a major problem on flight. I'm picturing the pee floating in the air in the because air. of the lack of gravity. Uh-huh. I can't. And me trying to put a Kleenex in front of my face to breathe and soak up that pee-pee <laughs> before it goes <laughs> in my body. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Getting ready to come home. Look at how cool that is. Here we go. I'm skipping a little bit. Oh, no. Um, They did fix. A new SpaceX mission, Crew 3, they just refuse to be at oh all creative. God. They're like, you can't please everyone. Crew number three. There you go. Uh, it's set to launch no earlier than Wednesday, whenever this was. Um, but he said that the toilet's been fixed, Jessica, in case you need to <laughs> No. Unreal. Yeah, they wore diapers home. This article no. doesn't really harp on that that much, but that's I, what I remember about the story. I'm yes. like, regular rich humans don't need to be going up into space because we have a lot of problems here that they could help Thank solve you. with that money. If you do go into space, you're not smart enough to not know how to breathe pee-pee. <laughs> you don't need to be going up there then. You don't need to go up there. <laughs> I cannot handle Send it. Send somebody to college and feed a million kids, okay? Thank you. Be me go up to space when you're like, no, no I'm going to have to wear a diaper home. You should. Shame on you. Edgy. It's not my money or my business. I'm just saying if I had a lot of money, I would try to be kinder. That's all. Thank you. And I'd pay my taxes. I, I would uh, pay more okay. than... More than Dana Powell does in taxes if I'm a multi-billionaire. So well, Dana. Chip on my shoulder. <laughs> I totally agree. And you know what? You just created the perfect segue to my rave. Great. Because it is helping children. Good. Do it. Get her done. <laughs> so this made me happy because it reminded me, I think last year we talked about this. Barnes and Noble always for the month of December, at least in LA, but I'm going to imagine they do it in other cities for LA. We have the LA children's hospital, which is an amazing place. It's huge. Absolutely. It's very famous. They bring children from all over, all over. Mm -hmm. to it. And every year Barnes and Noble by the register has a thing. And it says, would you like to like add on to your purchase? Would you like to donate a book for, I yes. think it's $5. 
and they have like 10 books each day they put up another you you get to pick i'll give the mr rogers book or i'll give this yeah so i always do that and then i had to buy ink for the first time in god knows how long i hadn't been in a staples in probably two years so i went to buy ink isn't it crazy they still exist it really is but it is also like a wonderland i could get lost in there I always think like last week for 30 minutes when I went just for carbon paper. Thank you. Because were you stuck in the post-its aisle or the marker aisle? Because it's a hard toss up. Yes. Because who doesn't want ultra fine tip mystic jewel colors of Sharpies for Christmas? Thank you. So (laughs) I feel like you maybe got a set of this. Am I crazy? I asked for Al. He's like, I'm not getting you uh, Sharpies for the holidays. I'm like, it's what I want. Exactly. He got me like the crazy special. It was like their 30th anniversary or something. It was <gasps> like 50 Sharpies. And then he also got me one from Papermate, the best oh pens ever. God. And I'm still using it. I took yeah. like old orchid plant holders from Trader Joe's and I have those markers out. So they're like on my desk and I can use them whenever I want to adorn Yay! something so at staples they have a box by the register called show students you care mm-hmm. and they said would you like to buy a box for a school i'm like oh what is this so it says make a difference in your local community by donating this kit of supplies from the best back to school brands so for five dollars it has 19 items it's elmer's glue plus mm-hmm. a glue stick two dry erase markers two erasers eight number two pencils a black sharpie two highlighters and two black pens and that will be donated to a school in need that's i love that and again i don't have a lot of money but it is one of those things where i'm like you know what this can be my contract. I can give $5 and give yeah, a kid a box of school supplies. For sure. Right? That's one less peppermint mocha I buy at Starbucks. Totally. Yes. So um, I thought that was really cool. And uh, kudos to the companies who are doing things like this. It's just a I really nice way to give back. Absolutely. Uh, And we love hearing about that stuff. One of our listeners tagged me in something this week that was similar to corn corn fed threads. Mm. And it's the T I'm going to get one. It says Midwest made the t-shirts and they have some arch merchandise because it's a St. Louis based company. Mm -hmm. Um, Cool stuff. I can't remember off the top of my head because I'm a crazy person, but anyway, they're, they're same thing gives back. I love anything that gives back. Me too. Thank you, Jessica. Indeed. My rave for this week is called OneSimpleWish.org. So this is a little bit about One Simple Wish. Kids in the foster care system can ask for specific gifts through One Simple Wish, which ballparks the price of the item, shipping, and other operational costs included, and publishes it online. While you don't choose the exact item, you do get to learn about the child the gift is going to. Imani, for example, is an eight-year-old from Cleveland, Ohio, who's hoping for a karaoke machine so she can rock out with her sister. You can browse the whole list or even filter by age, gift, category, occasion, and more. I love this because a lot of like – like if you don't want to do one online or whatever, a lot of uh, malls, which I know is kind of an antiquated (laughs) – 
Right. <laughs> Some people still go to malls, I think. Uh, they have that the, – we did it last year, I think. The angel, you can adopt an angel off the tree mm-hmm. and you pick it and you get to give a kid something they asked for for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I love about these kind of things is when the kids get to pick. Exactly. Because there's something, there's something so amazing about like, yes, receiving anything, especially for these children who have less mm-hmm. than – is amazing but when you get to choose like you remember that forever yeah you know what i mean it has such an impact i don't know why but anyway they if you go to their website it's really cute by the way and they have urgent wishes and wishes near you some of them are like 50 bucks some of them are 49 some of them are 98 i mean every price point you can possibly Mm -hmm. imagine video games for ronald who thrives in culinary class at school like you get to learn Aww. about each of the children. Mm-hmm. A new tablet for Emma who loves to listen to music all the time. Bright lights for David who loves Super Mario. And you you just click on it and you learn more about the child, how much it's going to cost. You know everything. It figures it all out for you. Really you special. can order it straight from the website. I mean, I just love it. I really, really do. They have this little article here. I just want to read real quick. Every mm-hmm. voice heard every child loved at one simple wish we believe that every child deserves love hope and joy 100 percent. every year nearly 500,000 children are impacted by abuse neglect and trauma and spend time in our nation's foster care system it can be lonely confusing and a bit scary through our innovative wish granting platform you can send some love to a child who needs it when your wishes come true kids not only have a chance to just be kids but they can also make important connections, experience new things, and find their passion. 500,000-plus kids spend time in foster care each year. 100,000-plus kids are waiting to be adopted. 22,000 young people age out without stable, permanent connections. Now, Mm -hmm. this is very close to my heart because I have a girlfriend who Mm -hmm. was in foster care. It was very abusive, several siblings. Mm -hmm. It was basically... um, a version of the Turpin case, which I don't, mm-hmm. you guys know, I'm obsessed with 2020. They interviewed the two, two of the, I watched it. Absolutely deplorable. I don't know how no one noticed and said anything. I'm sorry, but be a busybody if you need to, when a child's yep. life is in, in the situation. Also, even after they were rescued, and I put that in quotes because yep. there's, they didn't have access to the funds that people privately donated to them. They have been living in squalor. The older children have been attacked because mm-hmm. they're in a criminally, a high criminal environment. Uh, the younger children were placed in a home that abused them again. Horrific. And I know the long lasting trauma that being in foster care can create for yeah. anyone. This small gesture could be one of the brightest spots of the year for these children. A hundred percent. And they more than deserve it. And I can't yep. give them a home. I don't even have enough room for my all my pets. <laughs> but I want them to have a good Christmas. I want them yep. to know that they are loved. And I wish I could rescue every single one of them. You stupid SpaceX people going to space for shits and giggles. Okay. Sorry, but I'm on a soapbox, I guess. Anyway. Yep. Church are often forgotten about and even when it is brought to light by caring wednesday to adopt an older child mm-hmm. uh, they're frequently forgotten after that yes so please this holiday season don't forget these children mm-hmm. they're precious they're valuable people 
And it's not their fault that they're in this horrible, unfortunate situation. It is not their fault. So anyway, again, onesimplewish.org. They're also, sometimes you get nervous about uh, charity, like where is this going Mm -hmm. kind of thing. They've been featured on CNN, Forbes, Good Housekeeping, ABC Nightline, Washington Post. Like they're very in the Mm -hmm. public eye, which always makes me feel a little more comfortable because people are watching. So it seems like onesimplewish.org is a good one, y'all. Love it. Thank you for that, Dana. Yeah, help make some some baby's Christmas a little brighter. Yeah. I love it. Me too. Jessica. Dana. I think that's our show. I can't believe it, but I think it is. Six hours later. <laughs> you. It won't seem like six hours to you guys, but Jessica and I started talking about 9.30, 10 o'clock. <laughs> and it is now 4.30 p.m. I'm just kidding. <laughs> But that honestly, that's not unusual for us. But I, I am I disrespectful of your time unintentionally oh. a lot. And I apologize for that. But in my defense, I didn't schedule my my neighbor's gardener to come and Texas Chainsaw Massacre their tree. Well, y'all, we had 80 mile an hour winds. Dana and I were talking yes. about that. So I can't fault her neighbor for having their tree cut That's down true. because probably. we lost some trees and branches all I over lost the a valley. Of planties, a couple of planties tipped over, yep. got hurt. Some, one yeah. of my neighbors, some of their, th- I heard this, psh, and of course I ran outside like a genius. But mm-hmm. some of their pots on their balcony, which hangs over the driveway down to our parking Fell. garage, yeah, really they just good. blew right off and smashed to smithereens. I felt so bad. Those Santa Ana winds are nothing to joke about, man. No. I know you're like, okay, winds, you came from the land of tornadoes. You're fine. But those winds, they're constant for yep. a good two or three days. Uh-huh. And they're strong. They're, they're really strong. And they come from out of nowhere. It's like yeah. dead quiet. And then, dead. And then someone's all fence sudden- gets ripped off. That's right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. You're just sitting there and you're like, what's happening? And you just it's run. Not- I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jessica, I enjoy yes, you tremendously. I enjoy you immensely. Uh, I we always try to say like what we're into, what we're and I'm never like on top of the trends. I've I've noticed more and more. I keep trying to look at the stories for TMZ, and uh-huh. I only know about three out of twenty people. <laughs> Hilarious. So, you know, trying to stay young. But anyway, uh, wait, I just totally lost my train of thought. About uh, like what we're watching or what's happening. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can tell I'm not firing on all cylinders. So what I did do over the break is uh-huh. I just decided for some reason, you know, I have issues with people are like, Oh, you don't want to watch Squid Game because it's an emotional roller coaster and it feels heavy, mm. but you watch crime all the time. Well, I already know that ending. We've discussed this. <laughs> like, there's no other way I'm going into that story. I know somebody died. Okay. No surprises. It's not an emotional <laughs> roller coaster. The ending is already there. There's nothing mm-hmm. I can do about it. But I decided I wanted to watch some clean stand up. Mm. <laughs> Which I know sounds silly, but I was like, no, I just want some wholesome yeah. laughter. Right? I don't need a bunch of F-bombs. I got a potty mouth enough for both of us. My kid said a potty word this week where I was like, what is happening? Uh Literally, I was just sitting there quietly on my phone. He was watching TV. 
I will say in his defense, he was talking to Cutter, our horrible cat. And he said, get the fuck out of here. No, he did not. Yes, he did. And that I, sweet boy did not say that. I said, what did you just say? It was like, like Ralphie in a nothing. Christmas story. He's <laughs> like, go, oh, fudge. Yeah. <laughs> I go, honey, I know you hear that word. I'm sure you've probably heard mommy and daddy say that word. It's just not polite. We don't use that. Word. You know, I had to like <laughs> explain. And I told Dan Tipton. And do you know what Dan Tipton said? He's like really proud of him. That was a good use of it. Like he used it correctly. I I was so mad. And not handle it. Anyway, I just decided. Oh, that's so I just good. want some wholesome clean. I, I listen with earphones anyway, so he's not good. hearing it mostly from me, I don't think. But anyway, so I did Nick Barrett's Bargates, Barrett's. I don't know who that is. And Jim Gaffigan. I love Jim Gaffigan. I, I tell love you what. Him. I laughed so much and yep. it made my heart feel happy and light. Yep. So if you're looking like stand up, he's music, a delight. There's just so much stand on Netflix. Up. On Most Netflix. people have Netflix. Go now. To I town. will say sometimes you have to dig. I will say it's mostly uh -huh. men that come up. There are wonderful female yep. stand up comedians. Our my friend Fortune Feimster has an uh -huh. adorable yep. comedy special, sweet and salty. And so many of our friends do, but yep. anyway, it you you may have to dig for women, unfortunately. But there's tons of funny women. There's yep. tons of clean comics. If that if you're looking for that, I just was in the mood for something wholesome. I love it. Yeah. What well, about you? I'm gonna bring it down uh, before we uh, get on out of here. Okay. <laughs> I've, been, I've been watching um, Dope Sick on Hulu. I heard it's so good. You guys, it's really good and i really encourage everyone to watch it yes you know what oxycontin is mm -hmm. yes i don't think it's a secret what quote big pharma does any of that but when this gives you a look inside of just how despicable and evil mm. the whole operation of this was and the person who became the head of Purdue Pharma is one of Richard Sackler. Literally, all he cared about was the bottom line and the profit. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're just monster people. It's insane. Humans. Michael Keaton uh, plays a physician in it. Is he he's amazing? Beyond. I've I mean, always I would loved him. No less. Yeah, he's wonderful. He is beyond. But I beg you to watch it because. A, it just gives you a little more insight and then you can see hmm, if you feel weird about something or a medication is not sitting well with you or you start feel whether it says it's a side effect or not, I mm -hmm. beg you to reach out to your doctor or even now there's uh, on the back of insurance cards, they have 24 hour nurse line where you could at least call and mm -hmm. say, hey, I'm a little worried about this or I feel that whatever it is. It is such a killer. Um, I have lost too many people from Absolutely. addiction to opioids yes. and alcohol, heroin, all the likes. Some people very, very, very dear to me. I beg you, watch this show. You will not believe how um, bad this drug affected so many and continues to. And the indoctrination of, is that even the right word? what they yeah. did to their sales reps brainwashing them and convincing them of how to push it with doctors nurses and hospitals and then what they did and how they started threatening pharmacies and hospitals and whatnot saying that they would sue them from here till wherever 
because they were taking away people's right to not be in pain. It's, mm. oh, and Peter Skarsgård, where's he been? He plays like Ooh, the lead prosecutor. Oh, God, he's great. I love it. Please, yeah. I beg you. Uh, that's my recommendation for the week. Excellent. All right. Mm -hmm. Good to know. Mm -hmm. I recommended Fluffy Stand Up and you recommended Dope Sick. Well, guess what? We... You can watch Dope Sick and then to recover, you can watch some watch Jim it. Gaffigan. Look at us, the yin and yang. All right, yep. then. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had brought a couple of lighthearted points to ponder regarding mm -hmm. seafood because I hate it so much. And I saw a couple of facts that will convince you that I am. Well, right. I had a seafood medley on Friday, so I'd like to hear. The well, then I'm glad I brought it because I'm going to tell you. Real okay. quick before I do, since this is already a 27-hour episode, <laughs> I did see something this week that I think is very important post-Thanksgiving and heading into the holidays okay. that we talk about. I don't know if you've seen the meme of Adele. Adele's yes. been highly yeah. talked about you lately. Yes. So I'm going to read that because I thought it was very good. So this is a meme of Adele. And on one side, it shows Fluffy plus size Adele. And on the other side, super new skinny mm -hmm. Adele. Both Adele's are the same human being, right. and both Adele's are beautiful, okay? Mm -hmm. This meme says, Adele went from singing, I will find someone like you, to find yourself someone like me, bitch. Now, I got this from Alex Light underscore LDN. She is sort of a creative partner and podcast host with Jamila Jamil from The Good yep. Place who mm -hmm. I adore. They talk a lot about weight issues, body issues, things like that. They're both very empowering for women. I adore them. So she wrote, and I'm just going to read a couple of things because I think it's really important mm -hmm. for men and women, not both, not just women. Okay. Right. There's so much wrong with this meme that's gone viral. One, she looked good before. She looks good now. We are just conditioned to view thinner as better. Weight loss mm -hmm. should not make a human suddenly attractive. Thank you very much mm -hmm. from a person on a weight loss journey right now. Okay. okay. Uh, two, the narrative that fat equals unattractive and thin equals attractive is not only wrong, but seriously damaging to people who are fat. Okay. It furthers and fuels fat phobia, which is a major problem, in at least in our country. I, I suppose mm -hmm. I shouldn't speak for others, but... Something of which we do not need anymore. Correct. The size of her body should have no bearing on whether or not someone finds a partner or gets a partner to stay. Right. That is toxic. Four, do we really think that Adele with her world-renowned talent and seemingly very funny, warm, and kind personality will suddenly be wanted because she has a perceived glow up? That overlooks genuine human connection. Okay. She was a full person before mm -hmm. she lost the weight. All right. Number five, I've already said it, but I need to reiterate the whole meme paints fat as bad, unattractive, and a detriment while thin is good, attractive, and desirable. It's not true. And it's perpetuating a damaging myth. Number six, why are we still talking about Adele's weight? What does it really matter how much she weighs? She says, look, I'm late to the party on this meme, but it turns out I'm not really because it's still going viral. It is everywhere. And yes, I know it's only meant as a lighthearted meme, but unfortunately, it's furthering a narrative that very much damages a significant amount of people. 
fat people, especially as it reinforces fat phobia, but also <sighs> people of all sizes. It tells us that we have to be thin to look good and be desirable, to be worthy of a partner. And that's mm -hmm. not true. It's not good. It's not helpful. I don't find it funny in any way. And I encourage you to call out any use of it. She actually ends it by saying, do you agree? Thanks for letting me return with a rant. <laughs> that's what she actually wrote. <laughs> I love um, it. Anyway, that's all very true. Don't come. Stop talking about Adele's body. Okay. Yep. That's not. She's a singer and just let exactly. her live her life. And her sad yep. songs aren't because she was fat. It's right. because that's life part of life experience. Okay. And her powerful songs aren't because she's skinny. It's because she's learning to love herself. Okay. Correct. Let's get <laughs> oh, that's your point to ponder this week. Stop with Thank the fat you. phobia. It's none For of real. your business. It doesn't dictate worth, value, attractiveness, success, likability. Nope. None of that. It has nothing to do with any of that. And then just real quick, why you should never eat seafood is, one, did you know that the heart of a shrimp is located in its head? And also, this is gross, lobsters pee out of their faces. We'll be back again next Tuesday, you guys. Not taking a break. That's right. They pee out their faces. You don't eat the heads of lobsters or shrimp. I don't so care. Come again. It's a monster. It's a monster and you have to pull out that line of poop before you put uh, it in your mouth. Give me all the insects of the sea. You're disgusting. <laughs> I love you. I love you. <laughs> we'll be back next week and probably talk too much. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.